your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli. With another episode of the podcast that's dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. <clears throat> and on today's episode, we will be discussing what everybody seems to be talking about in Avalanche land, and that is this Nathan McKinnon diet. <clears throat> Why people seem to be going completely overboard with this thing, but it is very interesting. So we will kind of talk about that. We have a season grade to get to with Logan O'Connor. Uh, there are there is an image out there of maybe some new avalanche uniform, not in full, but some minor details to the, the avalanche uniform. I don't know if it was supposed to get out there, but it is. So we'll talk about that. And I had mentioned uh, a poll that I had put up. That's like an Olympic uh, question. That's always fun to kind of talk about. So uh, I'll mention that. Talk about that. But first things first, follow the show on social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked on Avalanche on Instagram. Send questions, concerns, opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. And thank you to the people joining on YouTube. Yes, we have a YouTube channel now. So uh, definitely <clears throat> follow that, subscribe to that. Just go to YouTube, search Locked on Avalanche and there we are. So if you like your podcast in video form, by all means, check it out on YouTube. All right. So, and like I said, this is the slow time of the year for, uh, you know, at the NHL and, and the Avalanche and really every single team. So when something gets out at this point in the season or the off season, it really tends to get blown up. I don't want to say out of proportion, but uh, maybe we're, we're dwelling on this a little bit longer than normal because there's nothing to take its place. And right now it is definitely uh, Nathan McKinnon's diet and workout regimen and kind of his attitude. So <clears throat> I'm sure you, you have heard about this. If for some reason you haven't, uh, Nikita Zadorov <clears throat> went on a I don't know if it was a radio show. Uh, I'm trying to find if it was a, a radio show or a podcast or something in Russia. And I'll, I'll kind of read through some of the stuff and then, you know, kind of break some of these things down. First of all, it is interesting. Uh, it, it's always interesting to see athletes and kind of why they're on another level than us, you know, people who just maybe play sport for fun. Um, but you have some people that are like Nathan McKinnon. I would say most of the people are like Nathan McKinnon. This stuff, he just doesn't get out there that much. So Zadorov said, he goes, I saw the progression in Nate's game. Uh, he's such a pro. He has a dietitian. He pays $50,000 a year. He has a live-in doctor slash physiotherapist in his house during the season that he pays a thousand dollars a day. In addition, he rents an apartment. He has his own chef who he pays another hundred thousand dollars a year. He simply invests in himself and his own body so he can play at the highest level. He's crazy that way. He eats right. He doesn't drink. He only drinks water. 
Two years ago in Colorado, he got rid of all of the pop ice cream and desserts. He got rid of them from the dressing room and pregame meals. And this is the thing that everybody's latching on. Uh, He got rid of white sauce, carbonara sauce for pasta. He replaced actual pasta with chickpea pasta, which has more protein in it. Uh, And then he goes into how he changed the, the dynamic of the team. He turned the team around. In, in having a losing mentality into a winning mentality. <clears throat> and he says he made pros out of our entire Colorado team. It's one of the reasons why Colorado got such an improvement in performance over the last couple of years. Uh, and he kind of laid into him, said, if you guys want to eat crap, you can do that in the off season. While you're here, you're going to you know do things the right way. And it seems like people bought into that. Uh, he compares him to Michael Jordan, not in the, you know, in the accomplishment <clears throat> um, dynamic, but you know, Jordan was a jerk. If you were going to play on Jordan's team, you were going to excel and you were going to give every inch that you had. And that's kind of what he equates McKinnon to. Um, says he's always the hardest working guy comes out 30 minutes before practice, constantly working on his hands. Um, if you miss a pass and this is what I like. If you miss a pass in practice, he would skate over and literally scream at you. You can't pass him the puck without hitting his stick. We had young players come over during the playoffs. If the puck ends up in his skates, he's not, or not, not even his skates. If it misses his stick by a tiny bit, like 15 centimeters in front of the blade of his stick, he doesn't move his stick to catch the puck. He stops everything, turns around, slaps the puck back at you. He's not going to try and receive any puck he doesn't like during practice, just to show you that you made a, you know what, pass. So he demands excellence in practice. And I get it in practice. Like he, he's, he's not going to go for something that he doesn't think is perfect in practice. You always hear it's not practice makes perfect. It's perfect. Practice makes perfect. That's something I learned a long time ago. Um, but everything, everything about this guy is hockey. There's some guys that, you know, they just have God given ability. He's definitely one of them, but what do you do with that? God given ability. Do you just go with the flow, know you're better than everybody else out there and don't really put in the extra time and extra effort. You maybe can still make it to a certain level, but you're going to hit a wall where some, where people are going to start passing you. Nathan McKinnon is making sure nobody passes him He right down to his diet. Doesn't surprise me that he pays specific people to work for him and, and, and pay them this amount of money. A lot of professional guys do this. A lot of them do. It just doesn't get out. I don't know if Nathan McKinnon is happy that this got out. We haven't heard anything from him that it actually did. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's when you want to be the best, you have to do stuff like this. And if you saw uh, Peter Ball from The Athletic, if you subscribe to them, he had a really good article when McKinnon was in prep school and how he was a perfectionist then. So if you followed Nathan McKinnon and his career and how he plays, this isn't a surprise. He he wants excellence all the time during the season. Is he having fun? Yeah, I think he's having some fun, but he but he that comes secondary. This is literally a this is his job. This is his job. It's not just a sport. And he demands excellence from everybody that's on his team. And that makes you better. Now, some people are saying like, this is a good example of why he's not a captain 
because people guys like that, you're not going to get along with everybody on the team when you act like this, but they will respect you. But it's not like he's getting, you know, winning in over any best friends, but he's not looking for them. So I think I saw a comment. And I have no idea who who put it out there on, on Twitter. Uh, and, and they said, this is kind of the reason why I think Gabe Landeskog is a good captain because he can kind of, if McKinnon's getting a little bit too over the top with this stuff, he can kind of like bring him back down to earth just a little bit. Uh, and, and that, that's a good, like yin and yang for the avalanche to have Landis Gog that kind of like, yeah, Landis Gog is demand stuff from people. Uh, but he, you just seem like Landis Gog's having maybe, I guess a little bit more fun than, than McKinnon is McKinnon is excellence all the time. <clears throat> uh, if, if you haven't heard of the, the, uh, philosophy of, if you want to be, I guess a perfectionist in anything you need to do 10,000 hours of it. And that's true for, you know, the, the best of the best tiger woods, um, Kobe Bryant, even Michael Jordan, those guys put in minimally 10,000 hours. And that goes for anything. That's not just sports. If you want to be a a artist or something and and you've never, you're a horrible artist. If you commit 10,000 hours to something, you will be an expert in that. So that's, that's the Nathan McKinnon attitude. It doesn't surprise me that he is this way. There's many other guys in the league that are like this. And if, you know, uh, a, a teammate does an interview somewhere, you'll probably hear more people like this. You'll probably hear, uh, not day in and day out, but you'll hear some guys maybe being interviewed saying like, Oh, did you hear about that? Nathan McKinnon diet. And they'll probably come out and say like, well, I know this guy that does that. He does, does something similar. So it's, it's, it's the difference between good and great. And Nathan McKinnon, no surprise wants to be great. He eats, sleeps and breathes hockey. And for, for me, I am more than thrilled that he is doing it <clears throat> wearing an avalanche jersey because that's what you want one of your leaders of the team to do. The pasta thing, it's funny. I've had chickpea pasta. I like it. It's not, it doesn't really, it has a different taste and a different texture. It's a little bit harder <clears throat> than regular pasta. Um, but people seem to be jumping on, on that. <laughs> I think it's funny, uh, but it, it, again, Nothing about what I read there is is surprising. And Nathan McKinnon will be this way until he wins a championship. And then after he wins a championship, he'll probably do it even harder. Because one's not going to be enough for him. So um, I thought it was funny that people are kind of uh, jumping on this. And, and some people are just think something's wrong with him. Like, he, no, that, that that's a professional athlete, people. You, you need that. You, you, you don't get there just by not doing something. Is that, I don't want to say that's even over the top. It's not over the top to me, but when you're in position to be able to hire people like that, you do it. So, all right. Uh, who do we got today? We have uh, bet online and then what are we going to get to next? I think we have our uh, season grade for Logan O'Connor, so we'll do that. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season in full swing. As I am recording this, 
the what is it the Hall of Fame game, which is maybe the worst football game of the season, is being played. But it is being played, which means football is right around the corner, and that's always some big action in the betting world. Uh, so you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, <clears throat> and UFC. Sorry, I did have a cold the past couple of days, which is why I didn't do a show on Wednesday. So I apologize for the clearing of the throat. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep and make their playoff runs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code locked on that comes with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. All right. So Logan O'Connor, <clears throat> giving him his season grade. Let me bring it up here. Um, I was I was a little surprised with how this uh, turned out. Excuse me. Because all right, we have thirteen percent for an A, sixty eight percent for a B. And 18% for a C. Nobody voted DRF, which I'm happy for that. Um, I, I I was surprised it was as skewed as it was in the B range. And I wish I got, I mean, I had a few people comment and I definitely will get to them, <clears throat> but I was hoping I get a little bit more in the comment section of why people were voting B. Because uh, I'm not saying like he didn't have a, a bad year. I think O'Connor, you know, is, is on the cusp. I like. I remember going into last season. Um, I had made a comment about Andre Burkowski kind of like having a a season that to really hang his hat on. Uh, maybe he would he would come out being a guy that would really kind of like not take people by surprise because people expect a lot from him. Um, I think going into next year, Logan O'Connor, if he's given the opportunity, <clears throat> which I think he should be, could be that guy that wows a lot more people. But he needs that opportunity. He he needs to be, uh, you know, given a role day in and day out. I think he's I think he's there. I think he's he's earned it. He deserves it. But from you know the what, what did he play? Let me get to his uh, stats here. He did like twenty something games. I think twenty two games. <clears throat> he was exciting. He, he's a fast skater. He's a good skater. Uh, I, I like his game. I really hope they give him more of a role next year. Again, I think it's trending towards that. Um, but in 22 games, you know, three goals and two assists. So, you know, five points in 22 games. Does that warrant a B on the season? <clears throat> not for me, you know, I, and, and not, not to say like C is not a bad grade. C is kind of like. What was expected of you? I think the only bad grade here is obviously are D's and F's. <clears throat> a is you you are, you know, one of the best on the team. B, I would say you exceeded expectations. C is you came in at expectations. And I really don't know what the expectations were for Logan O'Connor. I think some people obviously probably had higher expectations from him. But I think he did what you kind of expected him to do last year. And enough where you're looking at him like I am next year. I really am looking forward to seeing him play given a bigger role if he gets that. So, uh, and what did he do in the playoffs? He had a couple points in the playoffs. 
Um, no, he didn't. I thought he did. How about that? So the year before he had in 19 and 20, he had an assist. Why did I think he had more than that in the playoffs? Let me double check this because no, he just played two games against Vegas. That was it. So I, I like his game. I really like his game and I, and I'm glad his, his name kind of gets thrown in there for like a trade piece every once in a while, because I think other teams know, I think other teams know what they could get in him and they want to pluck him out of the avalanche before he really hits his stride. And I'm happy for the avalanche to say like, no, we're not going to do that because we know what we have in this guy. We're going to let him develop under our name and not yours. So uh, I'm happy the Avalanche did that because, yeah, he's he's one of those guys that always seems to be in uh, trade talks. Um, so for comments, we have uh, Rebecca, who says, O'Connor is exactly the type of third or fourth line player that we need. Incredible speed, good physicality, incessant forechecking, and infectious energy. I give him an A+. Wow. Effort is a huge part of the game and he brings it every night. I'd like to see him and Val on the line together. Rebecca's going off of uh, effort and energy and I can't deny that. If you're going off of that, give him an A. Um, If you're bringing everything into consideration, then, you know, I I, I would lower the expect, not expectation, lower the grade a little bit more. Um, But she, she puts a lot of effort or a lot of uh, emphasis on the effort why she gives them an a plus if that's your metric yeah I, I wouldn't i wouldn't argue that um and but that but she she makes good points about what he can bring to this team you know the avalanche questions going in this year about the depth they they had that last year you know they should have good depth, but we got a lot of new guys on this team so he a lot of new guys in terms of the depth department. He's not one of them. He's used to this team. So maybe this, you know, he's had enough years with them where now he's comfortable. Yeah, I agree with her. He he could be what they need on that third and fourth line. Is he the new Matt Calvert? He's got like a motor that doesn't stop. Could be in some some ways. So we shall see. Uh, Jordan at AbsFan2909. LOC gets a B minus from me. I think he got a well-rounded skill set. I like what he brings to the lineup. He plays with a ton of energy and has a bit of a physical edge to his game and fits in well offensively. In my opinion, he's an X factor type of player who can make that necessary play in a game to be uh, the in a game to be a difference maker. I also think he's a good skater with decent speed. uh, Jordan, he's got phenomenal speed. Um, Sometimes surprise me with how fast he really is. Yes. Uh, I'm looking forward to him being a full-time player next season. Yep. I agree with that. And I will always go back to what Connor McGahee said when he was on here and we were talking about guys who have been surprising so far. We talked to them like halfway through the season and O'Connor was on there and he, he said it, you know, he's like, sometimes when I'm calling a game, uh, he looks like he has number 29 on his back and it's true. And it fooled me a couple times too. Like, oh, there goes McKinnon. Nope, that's not McKinnon. He's got great, great speed. Um, and then Nick Bichelle, 
says, I give Logan a C just because I would have loved to see a bigger sample size. The guy shows promise. He definitely has what it takes. You never really have to worry when he's on the ice because he can get the puck where it needs to go. Would love to see a full season of him. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement there. I think we're all, he, he could be that guy uh, that really takes the next step. And when we're doing these season grades next season, after next season, uh, we could be talking about that. Could be talking about Logan O'Connor being like when we're handing out grades, who was the most improved. I would have every reason to believe that it's Logan O'Connor. So, but I, I, you know, overwhelming B, which was a little bit surprising to me. And again, I'm not giving him a C because I don't think he had a good season. I think he did what I expected him to do this year. Let's reassess for next year. But I do expect him to have a much bigger role with this team for the next season. All right. Uh, we are going to hear from Rock Auto and Built Bar and then get into maybe New Jersey's, um, which I have to bring up, find somewhere, but I got them. Um, and then the Olympic question. So first, rockauto.com with the ever-increasing number of makes and models. It's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands that their warehouse happens to carry? You have a computer with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family-run business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Uh, and the prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Also brought to you by Built Bar, and it is the best tasting protein bar on the market, and they have some of the best tasting flavors around. Everybody has their favorite, and you can pick yours between flavors such as German chocolate, cookies and cream, salted caramel, double chocolate, mint brownie, so many to choose from. And if you can't choose, you can get a mixed box where you will get two of each of nine flavors to choose from. So not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories range from 130 to 180. Four to five grams of sugar. Four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavor. All tasty and all healthy. And <clears throat> Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Once again, the promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So an image went up and made the rounds <clears throat> on social media of the Avalanche third round. Yes, third round pick, Bujalski, who put in, there was like four images of him and another player that I think he's going to college with or maybe it was going to another college. I don't know. But one of the, in, in the images, he's wearing avalanche gear. And in one of them, uh, the picture is of the back of his jersey, <clears throat> which has his name. And then the number 21, which is kind of annoying people because it doesn't have like, it, it doesn't uh, denote like the year 2021. 
it ju- it's just a 21. So people are kind of a little bit put off by that because of the Peter Forsberg situation, but it's 2021. I'm not going to get hung up on that. But what is different about this is the numbers themselves. They are, do I have my, I don't have it. <clears throat> the numbers themselves are blue. They're blue with the uh, burgundy outline. So they've changed the, the the uniform again just a little bit to kind of go in line more with the pants and the helmet. So it doesn't look like off so much. I it what really grew on me and the the shoulders are burgundy. They still have the Colorado Sea, but the and this is for the away ones. I don't know what the home ones look like. So there's less blue in here and there's more of the burgundy with the numbers. Well, the numbers on the on the sleeve are still white, but the numbers on the back uh, are blue with the outline of the burgundy. I I think they look good. I, I like them. I, I like this. You know, I liked last year's. Call me crazy, but I liked last year's. I want to. Where's my. Uh, I don't have it around somewhere. I was going to get my um, <clears throat> Gerard one, but. Another year, another jersey to spend a lot of money on for, for me anyway. But some people don't like this. Some people don't like the, wh- what are the pants for this going to look like? Are they going to be blue still? Are they going to change it to burgundy with, with the pants to match the burgundy in this uniform? I don't really know, but I'm a fan. Sorry, I am a fan of this. And what does the home jersey look like? Is that changing at all? I don't, I don't know. Um, and I, and was this supposed to get out? <laughs> I don't, I don't know if a, no offense to Bialski, but uh, I don't think a, a, you know, the third round pick in this most recent draft, they were, you know, depending on him to be the guy to release a new Jersey. So, uh, we shall see. Um, well, let me know. What do you think? You hate it. Some people don't really like this. I do. Um, all right. And finally the, the poll that I wanted to get to, and I'm scrolling through to bring it up. All right. So I asked the question because we're in the Olympics for, and initially it was for team sports, but I guess you could really do it for any sports, but have the team sport mentality. Just think like basketball Olympics for, for basketball. And the question was, would you rather lose in the gold medal game to claim the silver or win in the consolation game to claim the bronze. And the reasoning behind that is if you lose in the gold medal game, you are losing to get a silver medal. So that final game, you're not very happy because you, you, you've lost the gold medal. You've obtained the silver medal. So when you do the ceremony, which is like immediately after, you're kind of annoyed you're kind of annoyed and you have the silver medal. You're not celebrating with your team after losing the gold medal game. You are celebrating with your team if you win the consolation game for bronze. And you've won something. And if you lose that, you get nothing. So would you rather have the silver medal? And, and for me, it's like that feeling will never go away. If you have the silver medal and you bring it home in 20 years from now, you look at that silver medal and you're thinking is, I lost to get that. 
this goes back to the 10,000 hours thing, all the time you put in and you lost. Now you could say, oh, you build that money in and all you did is win bronze, you win third. But I think it's just the the lasting impression that you had for a bronze is a win. It's not the one you wanted. I get it. But it's still a win. And at the end of that game, you are celebrating. You're going to that medal ceremony happy because you won. You're not going to that medal ceremony happy because you lost and you settled for a silver. Even though a silver is better than a bronze, it's how you obtained it that will stick with you, in my opinion. And losing to get that silver will stick with you much longer than the excitement of winning a game to get a bronze medal. People aren't thinking like me because 70% said uh, lose for the silver, while only 30% said win for the bronze. But I had one comment, uh, Bryn5XOX said, win for the bronze because it's a win. Silver isn't won. It's given because gold was lost. In my mind, silver is silver in game events is the consolation prize. I I kind of agree with her. You you haven't won that silver medal. You've lost that silver medal. If that makes any sense, I mean, yeah, it's nice to have silver. I mean, think about it for swimming. If you're if you're doing a swimming event and you come in second, that's just by like a fingernail you are ticked off that you just lost by a fingernail. Now, if you win just by a fingernail to get bronze, that's a that's an achievement because you were a fingernail away of winning absolutely nothing. So is a bronze medal better than a silver medal? That's a debate to have. Tell me why I'm wrong. I really want, I really want to hear why I'm wrong on this because... It's so odd to say it. I'd rather have a bronze medal because it's an achievement. I've, or obviously you want the gold. Let's get that out of the way. I'm saying I don't want a gold medal. You want the gold because you can say you're the best of the best. But when you have a you have a bronze, it means you have you've you've made an achievement that if you didn't get that, you would have had zilch. Let me know. It's an interesting debate to have. I was asking people all weekend and they, when they really thought about it, they're like, wow, that's a really good question. I don't, I still think I would want silver. And I'm like, well, but, but you lost to get that silver. I'm like, yeah, but that's, it's a silver. I'm like, okay. I, would I be happy to have a silver? Sure. <laughs> but I, do I ever want any medal in a, you know, Olympic event in my entire life? Would love one. It's never going to happen. But if I can't get gold, I think I would want bronze for my own mentality. I won that bronze. Let me know what you think. LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com or yell at me on uh, Twitter. Tell me why I'm wrong, I guess. I don't know. Uh, All right. That's going to be it for today and this week. (laughs) We will be back on Monday with any news that might be happening for the Colorado Avalanche Hockey Club. So thank you for tuning in if you're on YouTube or on your app of choice always appreciated and it's good that this offseason is short so we can get that back to hockey pretty quickly so that's going to be it everybody thank you for tuning in i always appreciate it and we'll see you guys on monday here's Joby. go abs go